Hello, I'm Rupert Bell talking to you from Maidan Racecourse in Dubai on Dubai World Cup Day, the world's richest race day, where there's $26 million of prize money up for grabs across the eight races. And as I talk to you now, the runners for the first of those eight races are making their way down to the start for the Dubai Kahala Classic, the race for Arabian thoroughbreds. Well, the main race will be the Dubai World Cup, $10 million of prize money for this race with runners from around the world. It should be a truly spectacular night. There are 50,000 race goers here at this inaugural meeting at Maidan for the Dubai World Cup, eagerly anticipating a terrific evening's action. And the first race that's been run on the turf course at the new Maidan race course has gone to the Hong Kong trained Joy and Fun, ridden by Brett Doyle. Terrific performance to the delight of uh, many people here, holding off the challenge of the locally trained Fravashi and the horse from America, Californian Flag, who had uh, tried to dominate throughout. The first running of this race, the extra race on this Dubai World Cup night, and delight for Hong Kong. Brett, many congratulations. Terrific performance. Um, always confident? Uh, I was co more confident in the run than I was before the race. He travelled like the winner the whole way, really. Obviously, you knew you had the American speedster to, to catch. Did you always feel you were safely in his slipstream? Yes. I mean, I was very surprised how much speed my horse showed. I was, I was always travelling as well as the American horse. And um, just when he got tired, we picked him up. And well, first race on that new turf track here. Um, how did it ride? Obviously, for you, must have felt it like floating on air. Yeah, I mean, when you're travelling as well as I was, um, you can't really say anything bad. I mean, it, it seemed perfect. And for you, this horse, he's always been knocking at the door, but he's always finding one, just occasionally one or two too good. It's nice to come out on front. Yeah, I mean, um, the thing in Hong Kong, a lot of the race are handicaps, and, and his handicap carries top weight again and gives a lot of weight away over 1,400. Um, every time he's run on levels, he's always very competitive. Um, and today was his race. Today was his race. For you, though, what does it mean for you to uh, have a winner here? You, you've been a bit of a globetrotter, but Hong Kong's now proving a, a, a very good home. Yeah, uh, we like living in Hong Kong, and things are going well. Um, I get a lot of support there. Um, I had a good time in Dubai, too, um, when I was here. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to come back and win a race, and it's nice to get a big one on the, on the board for Hong Kong. This will go down well at, back in Hong Kong, won't it? Well, I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank, Thank you. Well, the third race has just been run, and that was the Godolphin Mile, and success for Ahmed Adjebi, the young Emirati jockey who rode a double at the meeting last year when it was staged at Nad El Sheba and to the delight of the huge number of locals here he's just ridden calming influence to success for the Godolphin team out in front as they turned into the straight the uh, fast finishing uh, Green Coast was in second but uh, couldn't get to calming influence a terrific performance so the Godolphin have got their evening up and running with a win in the third race well, let's hear now from the winning jockey of the Godolphin Mile, a delighted Ahmed Ajebi. I feel great, you know, it's, it's for all the jockeys, been hard on work, long season, and we get nice results. I'm so happy for the trainer, first runner, I know his name. I've been working with him like more than five years. I'm so happy to have licensed three days ago when he have winners in group and big day like that. And for you though, you were out in front, but when your horse was in the final stages, you found more. How tough was that? Well, he's, he's been tough horses. I rode him twice here. He loved the service. I won the first runners and second race. He was like a little bit in trouble, but he ran third, you know, it was great. 
And today he's front runner's horse. I, I get him all the chance. The base was fast. I'm so happy for that. And how much does it mean for you to win here at the new race course? As you know, great. Like I'm saying, it's dream all the jockeys. For you, real dream. I'm, I'm really enjoying my home, you know. And I hope for the for a few races more. And Musir, a brilliant performance. He was the talking horse throughout the winter here in Dubai. And Musir for Mike de Kock. He's won the UAE Derby again. Slow starting, but he's powered through to win. Mike de Kock said he was something special, and he's proved it tonight. Let's now hear from the delighted connections. Mike, many congratulations. You were quietly confident, probably a bit more confident than that, that you know you got a special horse. Proved it tonight. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's proved that he's, he's, he's really serious. And, um, uh, you know, I think the jock rode him, knowing him how good he is, it was an extremely confident ride. Uh, he made all the right moves, but it's just, you know, typical of the jock that he is. That he's, he, knows where, he knows where he is in the race, and he's a very shrewd pace judge, you know. wasn't without incident, though, was it? You know, yeah. uh, trying to weave through. Yeah, plus a, a horse going wrong as well. Fortunately, that was on our outside. But, um, uh, you know, I think with a, with a, with a good gallop on, uh, they string out and you're able to weave through. But when, you, when they're going slow and they bunch up, you're gonna weave, you know, there's no way, no way you're going to weave anyway. As a three-year-old, just how exciting do you think he is? Well, I think he's extremely exciting. You know, I mean, I still think he's got, he's got a lot to come. Uh, we wouldn't have got to the bottom of him yet. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a horse that just, um, he'll do anything you ask him to do. Uh, he doesn't overdo it in work. Uh, he doesn't need to. Um, you know, I think he's, he's, I think he's got it. I think he's, he's obviously genetically, it's all there, been by Redoots out of an encosted lager mare. But uh, he's, um, he's one of those horses that has got that good finishing speed, and I think the real champions is what they've got. But he's going to be off to Australia. He's off to Australia. It's, uh, I think it's where his value lies. Uh, he won't race a lot there. I mean, we'll target certain races because really, at the end of the day, now he's, a, he's an asset, Sheikh Mohammed, and we need to. Uh, uh, we need to increase his value and, and set him up for stud and uh, I think a spell in Australia, certainly in the Group 1 races there, where his pedigree is known is, is going to be uh, very valuable for him. And for you, Crown's a, a good winter in Dubai? It, yeah, this has is, this is really put the cherry on the top and, and running second was a bonus, a huge run for the filly. Um, and it's been, you know, it's been a fantastic meeting. The next race up was the Golden Shaheen, the sprint race. New race in a sense this year because it's been run on a bend. Plenty of interest with Rocketman over from Singapore and also Kingsale King from America. But it was Kingsale King, drained by the American-based Irishman Carlo Callahan, who got up to win. And it was an emotional Carlo Callahan that I caught up with after the victory. Many congratulations. I heard cries of up the Irish. Weren't any Irish train runners, but you're an Irishman based in America. Well done. Irish, Irish trainer, Irish owner, uh, a horse is Kingsale King from County Cork and uh, with a clear man. So we're tipping right along over here at the moment. But you really ran a, a terrific race. Um, what was your emotion watching that? It's just amazing. You know, the horse has always proven to me that he just, he's, just, he's just a grinder and he keeps trying no matter what positions I put him in. Uh, we dotted all our T's and uh, we crossed all our T's and dotted all our I's and did our homework and that's where we are today. How confident were you going into the race? Because obviously the talking horse had been the Singapore runner, Rocketman. I honestly wasn't too worried about my company. With this horse, I never get too worried about who's, who's in there against me. I know my own horse, and I just play to that all the time. For you, what does it mean to achieve a, night, a win on a night like this? It's absolutely amazing. I mean, this is what I've always wanted to do in my life. And, uh, you know, back in LA, you're training every day against some of the tough trainers in the country. But to come out here and prove that this is what I want to do for a living and I, and I can do it, hopefully it just opens up more doors for me. Brightest moment of your career? Absolutely. Absolutely. What, and what next to the horse? Uh, Golden Jubilee at Royal Ascot in a straight line. Top hat and tails that day. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be there. coming with top hat. <laughs> See you there.
First of the big races has been run tonight, the $5 million Dubai Duty Free. Big upset. Royston French on board. Al Shamali beating Bankable. Presvis never getting in a blow, but for Royston French, what a night. How, conf how confident were you before the race that this was going to happen, that you could win this race? You have to go out there with an open mind. If you're in it, you've got a chance to win it, and that's what I always do. I go out to try and win. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but it happened tonight. And why, particularly, did you think you got such a good tune out of your horse tonight? Um, I mean, like I say, the yard's been in great form from the start of the season up until the end of the season, you know, and you can't beat um, happy horses and happy staff. What, was your, what were your instructions? I mean, did you think, were you, were you saying to them, well, we'll do our best? Um, the only thing I said to the boss was we have to, if possible, we have to sit a little closer because he does get further and um, we were able to do that and everything was plain sailing from then on. And for you, just how big a deal is it? Sorry? Just how big a deal is this victory for you? Well, this is what we're all here for, you know, for the Dubai World Cup and to go on with a winner, it couldn't, I couldn't ask for better. And what happens to you now the season's finished here? Where, what's, what's your plans? Straight back to the UK. Going well is Cavalry Man for Frankie Dettori and looks as if he's in a position one to strike here and Cavalry Man has gone out and Cavalry Man and Frankie Dettori will need a winner but coming out Deem on the outside and Cavalry Man is being swamped at this stage and it's going to be desperately close. Dare Me is out in front and Spanish Moon is between these two. Could be a British one-two here as Dare Me is going to hold on. Dare Me is the winner. William Buick, the young jockey for John Goldston. He said it was going to be a competitive race but what a night for John Goldston and William Buick as they take the Dubai Shima Classic. William many congratulations what a performance and, and a way to start the new bit in the new career. It doesn't get any better does it you know the owners just said to me you should, you should retire in the back of that because it's not going to get any better is it you know. Talk us through the race then. So very straightforward um, she broke well from the stalls and got in a good position and she just gave me so much confidence and then she let me sort of sit on her, turn into the straight because she was travelling so good and then when I went for it, it's like she found another gear every furlong, you know. She just kept picking up for me all the way. Well, you've been pleasantly surprised the way she was responding. I, I wasn't surprised at all, but you know, you know in these races a lot can happen, a lot can go wrong and sometimes very little can go right, can go right you know. It's a fine line between lucky and unlucky, isn't it? it was what it means to win something on an occasion like this for you when you're you know, new career sort of with John Gosden, what does it actually feel like to you? Oh, it means everything to me. This is what it's all about, you know, and I mean, I'm very lucky to be where I am, where I am today, and uh, I just hope, hope it progresses from there, you know. John, it takes a long time to walk back, but many congratulations. Yeah, what brilliant. a run. Yeah, what a run from a filly. Look, it's amazing enough, the filly's first and second, Buena Vista a second, the great Japanese filly, points well to Red Desire tomorrow. But no, he, he rode it beautifully, he got a nice position from the gate, and you know with the American horse you've got a proper pace, but I was delighted. And then the great thing, he sat chilly at the head of the lane. It's a long straight here, you don't want to be in a big hurry, and he, he, he timed it to perfection, so well done to him. And the Philly outstanding performance, particularly since she arrived here out of our cold winter, only last uh, weekend, last Monday. I know you were quietly confident coming in, but has the manner of victory and everything surprised you about her? And the I knew she'd run well. I thought she hadn't quite come in herself as she could just be a, that little flat at the end of the race. And I'm probably so upset about that I couldn't even eat dinner last night, which is unlike me. <laughs>
But it's come right. And the runners are down to the start. It's been a spectacular evening. $26 million of prize money has been up for grabs. This is the final race. $10 million. Gitana Hernando, trained in Newmarket by Marco Botti and ridden by Kieran Fallon, is the favourite. Frankie Dettori is on board mastery for the Godolphin team. And that horse is uh, going to be set on its way, as are the other 14 runners as they come past the uh, home stretch and the winning post. They've got just over a circuit of this brand-new Maidan race course to go. And Amor de Prop takes it up right into the early stages of the race. And uh, another one in prominent position is uh, Gloria de Campio. Mastery's tucked in behind Vision Tatar. The French Raider is going along nicely, as is another of the Godolphin horses. Ali Bar is uh, in a prominent position, twice over, representing... Henry Cecil is near the back of the field and uh, that horse is uh, going along nicely enough under Tom Queeley but at the back other British horses in the field can include Crowded House trained by Brian Meehan but it's a uh, Gloria de Campio who leads them away uh, down into the back stretch and is looking comfortably out in front he's a very consistent horse is Gloria de Campio and more de prop on the outside Frankie's handily positioned just in third position I can see Tom Queeley's wide on the outside looking good just in front of the South African trade, Mr. Brock. Red Desire from Japan is in mid-div. And out the back is a Richard's Kid. But there's tightly bunched group as they go down the far side. Then starting to make the long sweep out of the back stretch and into the home stretch. Ten furlongs is the trip here. And it's starting to crank up a little bit with Gloria de Campier with Amor de Prop out there. Twice overs looking prominent. Crowded house looking a little bit tap for toe towards the back of the field. But Gloria de Campier as they turn now out of the back straight towards the final two and a half furlongs it's Gloria de Campio and more de Prop. Ali Bar's going along very nicely at the moment in third the rest are starting to row along I can see Gitana uh, Hernando's got a wall of horses in front of him can he find a way through but at the moment Gloria de Campio is out in front they're now starting to open up and it's uh, also Gloria de Campio wide on the outside is twice over and twice over is coming through Richard's kid is also picking up but it's Gloria de Campio is out in front here comes Ali Bar and Ali Bar and Gloria de Campio is going to hold down Ali Bar and Richard's kid is also on the outside. Oh, it's close. That is desperately close. And what a performance by Gloria de Campio. May thought he's won it, but my goodness me, that looks uh, very close indeed. And also uh, up there is uh, uh, Liz's Desire is another one right in the mix. But my goodness me, who's won that one? I don't know. There was a three-way photograph which took the judge an age to resolve. Initially, it appeared that Lizard Desire had got up on the line, but Gloria de Campillo held on for the victory with Lizard Desire under Kevin Shea in second, and in third was Ali Barr. It was a desperately close run thing, but Gloria de Campillo, who's run in this race before, thoroughly deserved his success. Pascal, many congratulations. I know how much it means to you. The horse has finally done it. Yeah, it's, it's very good because um this horse you always always try yes as the most important for us and maybe he's not as good as vision d'etat and many horses in the race but he is he wants to win and when he's in, within dubai he's a, he's a superstar and you've come so close before you know and you've knocked at the door but that race was nervous in the final stages did you think once again the it may just have lost it um this other one was coming very quickly, and I was not sure. I, I was not sure on the post, and on, even on the, even on the screen, it was, it was very very close. I don't see the photography, but it must be very. Huh?
And the race seemed to though go very much to plan. You, you thought, you know, the way that you were positioned as they turned into the straight, you thought, yes, this is on. I think I don't, uh, the opposition is, of course, very good. But when a horse has a, has a way to run, we have to go with him. Eh? Not, not try to send something, not try to put him behind. Not try. He wants to go. He is a good starter. He's a good mover. So that's the that's way to ride him. And he ride him all right. And he, and he, but my, my opinion is that last time out, when he gets beaten by the Japanese Phillies. The Japanese Phillies was quite far off him. And I think Gloria didn't see her. If he had seen her, he would have done something. And what does it mean for you now to win this race, the world's richest horse race, with a horse I know that is dear to your heart? Uh, at this time, I don't, it's, it's, not a money, it's not a money thing. It's just to, to come to Dubai, to do the job, to win with this horse, and we will sink uh, later. Well done today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Brilliant from Pascal Barry. And now the thousands of race fans will be enjoying as we round off this first Dubai World Cup meeting here at Maidan Racecourse. The place is a real spectacle. Under floodlights, what a racetrack. Now we can enjoy Elton John. This has certainly been a very memorable first Dubai World Cup meeting here at Maidan in Dubai. Can't wait for 2011.